Are you passionate about barbecue? Do you love the sights, the smells, the sounds, the heat? Well, if you said yes, you came to the right place. Join me on my competitive barbecue journey as I share tips, tricks, timelines, and techniques to help you reach your barbecue dreams. My name is Kurt Mueller. I'm the pitmaster of Atomic City Smokers, and it's no secret I am an absolute barbecue fanatic. I enjoy helping others and have had so many wonderful people help me on my barbecue journey. I decided I would create this podcast to help others compete on the pro circuit or become the king of their backyard barbecue. This is Barbecue for Newbies. All right, y'all, we're going to go live today from the Baxley, Georgia. We're in Appling County, Georgia. And we're at the Smoke Timber Fest here with Daniel Patrick. Pops Smoke on the Hill, right? That's Competition it. and catering barbecue team. He's at a he's at a Lions, Georgia, which is about about twenty miles. Twenty miles. Yeah, yeah about twenty miles north of here. And uh, it's a freaking beautiful day out here. I mean, we've we've got like eighty degree weather. Whoever ordered up the weather is on point. But at any rate, we're gonna chat with Daniel here. So we always like to talk about journey. First and foremost, journey's a big deal to us. So let's talk about the journey. How did you get into this? First of all, how'd you get into barbecue? And then how'd you get into this craziness of, of competitive barbecue? Journey, um, I, I wish I had that, uh, that story that you normally hear um, where it was, uh, you know, me and my dad was out in the backyard cooking and stuff like that. Um, definitely wasn't the case. Uh, his, his idea of barbecue was throwing some chicken on a Weber grill that okay. had some tinfoil poked in it and uh, cooking it till it was black. Um, so I really didn't learn that much. Um, growing up though, uh, it was a really hard family life. So me and my dad didn't get to spend a lot of the time together. Um, so then later on, I uh, joined the military at 18. Uh, did that for a couple of years and me and my dad reconnected and that's where it all started. Um, something that me and him can do uh, together and that's just how I found it. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to come through and get some uh, really good um, sponsors um, through the years, and those came through mentors. And I, I always tell people, you know, straight up, uh, find you a mentor. That's what you always need. Um, in the Navy, they teach about it all the time. So with with, with everything goes, find a mentor. And I was fortunate enough to find mine with Brad Kay. Uh, Brad Kay, I found him in a parking lot. He was cooking under a, uh, you know, the cart tents that they have at oh. Sam's Club. He was cooking up under that. Didn't even have a, a tent or anything, just him and his lane. And uh, took, took me under his wing. And then I uh, didn't know him from, from a hill to Adam. And the next thing you know, uh, come to find out, him and my cousin were best friends uh, growing up in high school. And I uh, just ran into him randomly up in Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, so that was that, that was my, my first barbecue mentor, and it, it just spiraled from there. I uh, did my first contest in Lions uh, in the backyard. Um, got a first-place rib call. Uh, I think it was sixth-place chicken. I believe it was third-place overall, first contest down there in the backyard. So... Um, and after that, it's just been it's just been downhill from there, I guess, because it's been years and years just, just competing. That was in 2013, 2014. So 2014, so about seven, eight years, and you heard him talk about family. You heard him talk about community, and just the whole idea of the support system. Yes, we're competitors. Yes, we want to win. Yes, we want to beat each other. Of course, that goes without saying. But we also want to see each other climb. And I think you'll see that when you come to a competition, whether there's 30 teams, whether there's 300 teams, you'll see that community 
that family atmosphere. And, you know, I'm sure that it's happened, but I personally have never been told no when I've asked a question from any of these teams, you know. So, again, it's more of a community, it's family, and at the end of the day, it's awesome for just folks and friends and family to get together over barbecue. So let's chat about that. Let's chat about, you know, so you're obviously competing, mm-hmm. Daniel. Outside of competing, though, are you are you cooking? Are you are you catering? Are you doing anything like that? Oh, uh, yeah, we, uh, we we cater. Usually we cater three times a year. Um, three times that we usually cater at is in Lions. So we will be catering in Lions um, if, ever, if the Navy lets me off work in time. There you um, go. Then we, uh, that's, that's, of course, that's what pays the bills right now. Um, then we'll be catering again in Daytona, Florida for FBA. That's in November, I think November 18th and 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've competed predominantly once we moved to Florida. Uh, we, we've competed predominantly pretty much on Florida. We go all over. Um, it really doesn't matter. As long as, they're, as long as it's close to family, that, that's what it's all about. Um, from there, we'll be uh, catering again and to have a little small thing called Christmas in Dixie. Um, for the Sons of Confederate Veterans, and they, they donate a whole bunch of stuff. I know last year, I'm pretty sure they gave away like 20, it was 20 families that they, they adopted and then paid for the whole Christmas um, and, and provide all their, their meals and everything for the year, or for, for Christmas um, that, that, are, that are needy for the year. So it's, it's a really good thing. Um, we go out there and support them, and that'll be in December, December 3rd, I believe it is. Yeah, so you can begin to see all the cool things that's going on with barbecue, whether it's, you know, Children's Hospital, whether it's another nonprofit, there's always something going on with competitive barbecue. And even down here in Baxley, Georgia, we're down in South Georgia, we've got 32 teams out here. We've actually got two of the top 10, top eight teams in the country, in the country. We've got Smoke Me Silly. We've got, is Reuters and Tudors here? I, they, I know they're on the list, but I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, so we definitely have Smoke Me Silly. They're number six or seven uh, in the country. So here we are in Baxley, Georgia. Beautiful location, and we've got some major, major players here. And that's what's cool for us. I don't know about you, Daniel, but for me, as a new competitor, being right. able to rub elbows with some of these elites, these legends exactly. that have built up over the time. So how do you... When you look in long term, what's the plan? How do you how do you try to emulate some of those teams that are way out in front? Uh, the, the way out in front, I, I think the biggest thing with that that I learned, um, and that comes back from from Brad. Uh, we were walking around, and um, and I went. I talked to a whole bunch of different people there. There was uh, it was a regional contest for Sam's Club, which they don't have anymore, and. Um, talking with a lot of teams there and it was you know there was a who's who that was there that year Mm. and it was just a regular old just hey how you doing the the run regular run of the mill you know actually talking and when i went up to brad um i just stood there and was just watching what he was doing i wasn't too you know i didn't want to ask any questions or anything like that and he had a whole bunch of people coming up to him said hey can i try it of course with kcbs you're not allowed allowed to do that give it out to the public um, but then once everybody walked away, he's like, here, try this. There you go. And, um, so, so after that, I, I knew there was something there. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I try to do that now, you know, find that, that one person that's walking around and, um, and just be, be a good mentor. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I've been blessed to have those mentors. Um, I just recently had another one that came on board and that's, that's Rub Bagby with Swamp Boys Barbecue. There you go. Um, I took his class and next thing you know. Um, the only, only thing I did was I took his class and, uh, and used his sauce in a, in a contest and uh, got a got a first place brisket call. Boom. So uh, and and after that it was it was, it was game on. 
Um, and he's, he's anytime that I have any questions, I call him. And that, that goes to do anything in about life or, or barbecue. It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So really good guys. And that's the cool thing is that, you know, barbecue in a lot of ways is very similar to life. There's a lot of adversity. There's a lot of times when you have to adapt and overcome. And we even had to do that here today. Uh, you know, not having the right rubs, you know, thinking that we had one or the other and just adapting, overcoming and moving on because you have to accept sometimes that you don't have A, B and C and just simply move on because that's that's your only option. I think that's one of the things that some of the greats in competitive barbecue do really, really well, much better than most of us is that they're able to adapt and overcome. And so let's talk about that. Let's 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 camp out on adapt and overcoming and how you go about training yourself so i'm curious daniel so let's hear from you right you're relatively new ish uh in the competitive barbecue space let's chat about you know how you go about adapting and overcoming the the same way with adapting and overcoming it's uh it's why i tell my kids all the time we watch a a lot of bob ross and it's uh there 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 are no no mistakes it's just happy accidents um and and paint those uh, those uh those happy trees and and take it for what it is if there isn't if something does happen um, you know, like, you know, you said you left some rubs and stuff like that around. I didn't have them. Uh, maybe you come up with a new profile and that that's what it's all about. Because I think anybody on the circuit will tell you that, uh, it's, it's a tenderness game for one, uh, pretty much what any type of, if you use any type of, of rub out there that's on the market, um, it's going to be good. Right. Uh, it's, it's all the profiles are the same, but it's all about that last 10 minutes, that last Bingo. 10 minutes. Yep. It's, it's, it's all about how you finish. Um, if that's just adding a little extra salt. And um, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of Luke Darnell. He, he really talks about it a lot with, uh, with, with salt. Don't think as salt as, a, as an extra ingredient. You know, that's a binder. It, it binds the flavors there together. There you go. And that's a great point is that you get so many of those pointers and so many of those little tips and techniques. And to Daniel's point, it is all about the last 10 minutes. You know, you know some of these professionals, some of these elites can tell you exactly the recipe that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to beat you. You're not going to be able to replicate it because where they are going to win is in those last 10 or 15 minutes. And I think the ability to perform under pressure continues to be one of those skills that you have to sharpen in competitive barbecue in order to be successful. And so I'm curious, Daniel, how did you go about sharpening that skill, right? Performing under pressure consistently is difficult. So let's chat about how you went about sharpening that skill. I think that comes too from from my day job. Been in the military, we we go through a lot of adversity. Um, I always tell people that, you know, two one of the biggest things that the the military will teach you is that you can be a bum and sleep anywhere, pretty much. Um, I, I've slept in some places that, that you know, and 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 then also too, you know, you're you're out to sea. Um, you internet might go down, so you don't have access to your family like you normally would and, and you're dealing with the people on, on a ship you know you're talking about a small community that's confined <laughs> so uh it's uh I, I attribute a lot of that to uh to that and then and then having having a good backbone um with what everything was established on um working through that family and then like i said the, the mentors if i have an issue i know i can just call them at any time and, and they'll say hey knucklehead go back to the go, go back to the notes because you're doing something something that, uh, that you weren't doing before. All right, so you talk about the team. You talk about, you know, being able to lean on a lot of individuals, and I think it's important that we recognize it does take a team, it does take a village. Yep. And being in the military, you're used to working in a team environment where everyone has assigned duties. So 
on a barbecue team, it's not that much different. No. Right? Not really. Very similar. So let's chat about that because you've got to be, you've got to set those expectations mm -hmm. in a very big way and you've got to make sure that everybody on the team understands what everyone else is doing. Communication, setting expectations is key, but let's, let's camp out on that with Daniel here about how he was able to adapt that and understand his, his duties and responsibilities, especially with your father, right? Yep. So it's a family deal. So let's chat about that. Dad's always been the designated drinker is what that is. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's a designated drinker. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll see him around here tomorrow. That's uh, funny. He's, he, he's a hoot. Um, use it, man. It's just me me by myself and and, um, and having those, uh, my priorities in a row, checklists. Mm. I have checklists, uh, checklists, 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 um, and, and following that timeline to a T. I know uh, up until uh, about a five-minute spread of what I'm doing. So the duties and responsibilities there, I mean, uh, really after that, it's, it's uh, you know, dad, whenever he goes to Cook's meeting, you know, he, he does his time to see how long he's got to walk. Mm. Um, the, the wife, whenever she gets to come around, because we've got, we've got two beautiful little girls. Uh, there it which is. Are, which, which are fortunate enough to be here this weekend. Okay. So, um, so you'll see them running around and uh, jumping in the pool. We've got a pool down there this weekend. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the, the duties and responsibilities, it, it, it kind of solely relies on me. I mean, that that's... I, I think at the end of the day, I don't want to, uh, I've always been kind of uh, self-sufficient in that. Um, mm. I did that a long time ago. Um, that's the reason why I cook on a lane, because um, I didn't want to, to be, you know, stuck with not having any water or if the power goes out. Um, I've had that before where I was cooking on triggers at a competition, and next thing I know, the, the power went out. What am, what am I going to do at that point in time? Because um, that's all they run off of. Um, and you just had to adapt and overcome. Luckily then, I had a Weber sitting there next to me. And I uh, fired that thing up and got roaring hot, and next thing you know, everything finished, and we ended up winning grand champion at that one. Um, so just it's adapting and overcoming that that aspect, and uh, and, and just like I said, I don't want to turn in a bad product. It, it, it's uh, I like to to have that rest on my shoulders and and not anybody else's. So basically, what he's saying is, if you're the pit master, the buck stops with you. That's right. So if you're going to have that title, if you're going to claim it, learn the skill, get better at it. You got to be willing to accept when things go right and accept when things go exactly. not so right right so when things go wrong you got to be willing to accept it i think that's important for listeners and viewers to understand when you are out here in the competitive world you've got to be willing to take ownership and that's super 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 important so another thing daniel touched on though was this idea of family and this idea of you know he's got two girls and involving them in barbecue and i've got two boys and they love the idea of competing and barbecue and i think that's another great aspect of this whole thing is yes you can compete yes you get to make friends and you get to have good conversations etc but also watching the kids compete so daniel tell us about just you know watching your girls competing and what that means to you and, and where you see that going in the future they, uh, my, my youngest one, or my oldest one, she's five, um, she, is, she hasn't been able to do a kids' queue yet. She's very excited about it, and she's very intrigued, um, especially last weekend at the, uh, the Swine at the Shrine. Yeah. Um, she was watching uh, the little girl from, uh, from Q-Nut. Yes, I, she won. And yeah. she won. And um, she's like, Daddy, I want a trophy like that. There you go. So um, with her, uh, you know, she, she's going to get up in there. Um, right now I'm actually uh, on her grill, as she calls it. Uh, I got a little... Uh, Trigger 34 um, mm. that uh, that I'm cooking my Boston butt on for People's Choice tomorrow, and uh, she's like she's all excited when she showed up because she's like, oh, you're cooking on my grill, and uh, so she she's really excited about that. 
Um, I, I, I foresee her, um, my, my oldest, she, she's probably going to get into it. Uh, my little one, she's a little rambunctious, so she's only two. Well, we'll see how she goes with that. She, uh, she likes to make sauce in the house. Um, okay. Yeah, they, they, they're really big proponents. So we're, we're cooking in the kitchen all the time. So not, not only just barbecue at home. Okay. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know I, I work during the week in Jacksonville and then drive down to Daytona on the weekends. So on the weekends, we're trying to jam-pack everything. He's in a busy there. man, folks. Yeah. Busy um, man. So we, uh, on the weekends, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's Saturdays. We normally cook in uh, sausage and pancakes. Mm. Um, that's uh, that's their, their jam that they like to do. And uh, we go out there and, and uh, either cook them on the little, uh, little black stone outside or something like that. And she, she loves to bake. So uh, I, I, I foresee her, like, really, she's very competitive, too. So I, I foresee her getting in on it. I love it. I love it. So stay tuned for the Food Network one day when you yeah. see Daniel and his daughter on there, she rocking and rolling, you know, taking names, just having a good time. And so you, you talked about this idea of family. You talked about this idea of giving back and just leaving a legacy that, you, that others can carry on. I think that's really, really cool. So let's talk about, just as we wind down, let's talk about this whole idea of competition barbecue, right? A lot of people, they they hear about it, they're like, I kind of want to get involved, but seriously though, let's get down to brass tacks. Mm-hmm. If somebody's thinking, okay, I want to try it out, mm-hmm. I want to just give it a shot, what do they do? What do they need to do, in your opinion? Uh, I, I think there's two avenues to that. Okay. Um, um, I know you. Uh, it was a couple a uh, couple episodes ago that you know I forgot who you had on. Um, they said you just jump head head foot, you know, all the way in. That's right. Yeah. Just jump it in, and and I, I think that's one way to do it. it. It depends on your personality. Right. Um, um, I'm one of those that's. Uh, I, I had to have a little bit more, um, I guess, security in that. Mm. So I, I would say go to a contest. If you're one of those people, go to a contest. Walk around. I guarantee you, somebody is going to. If you mm-hmm. talk to them, they're, they're going to take you under their wing. Um, and then a- after that, you jump in head first. But I always say before you jump in head first, take a class. Um, there's so many avenues out there. You have regular regular classes, and then you have the barbecue league online. Yep. Um, the barbecue league, I, I, I can't say enough about that. That's I think that's made the level of the playing field, so to speak, um, for for all of uh, competition barbecue. Now the the barbecue league that is a a offspring, so to speak, mm-hmm. of of Mr. Brad Leiniger. That's right. And Mr. Tim uh, Shear. That's right. That, there you go. So we got Gateway Drum Smokers. We got getting basted himself, uh, creating the barbecue league to give back to the community of barbecue. And if that doesn't tell you about the power of community and the power of this barbecue nation, so to speak, then I don't know what does. So bottom line, get involved, you know, come out, meet folks. That's what it's all about. Even if you don't want a barbecue, come say hi. Yeah. I mean, it's not that serious. It's barbecue. Yes, we like to compete, but we also like to have a good time. Oh, so, yeah. so Daniel, before we wind down, how do the listeners, how do the viewers, how do they connect with you and your team? Uh, you can find us online, Pop Smoke on the Hill, barbecue team. Um, check that out. Or you can just add me directly, Daniel Patrick. There you um, go. You, you'll see a nice little picture of uh, my daughter carrying a bucket. She's out in the, she's actually out in the field uh, picking up tomatoes there you um, go. that day. So we, we like to do that every year. Um, but yeah, just add me um, and and whatever questions that you have, I'm, I'll be happy to answer. If I don't have an answer for them, I know somebody that will. And for our listeners and viewers, we'll have all of that stuff in the show notes for you, so you can reference that later. Again, coming to you live with Daniel Patrick, 
pitmaster of Pops Smoke on the Hill catering and competition team, Baxley, Georgia, Smoke Timberfest, 32 pro teams. We've got two of the top five teams awesome. in the country here. That's right. So it's some stiff competition. We've got awards for the one meat rib cook-off coming up here in an hour, 7.30. So we'll be back. Let's know how those turned out. Thank you so much for listening to Barbecue for Newbies. Make sure to share this episode with a buddy who's looking to get into barbecue. Follow us for more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And last but not least, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Chat with you next time.